0: Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for what November the 50. The Did you see that piece of paper? If that piece of paper better be lucky that I'm sitting down. You're like, Matt, where in the world are you in that cool man cave chair? Hey, glad you noticed. Look at look at I'm watching you. Hey guys, I'm just driving along, okay, and I see this chair in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, Trace, look. There's a chair over there just sitting in the lot. And I thought, man, that is the backdrop for the man cave. Doesn't it just identify with you and me kicking back, loving the Lord, doing our thing, having Him bless us? I like it a lot. Hey, but you know, when I saw the chair, I thought this you know, that chair really doesn't belong there. It belongs in my man cave. <laughs> Matt. Why is that chair there? That's the question of the man cave day. Okay, let me give you a tip, man. It's a free tip, okay? Okay, it has to do with impatience, but it has nothing to do with our text today. And you're like scratching your head, Matt, what's going on? Listen, listen, listen. Have you ever been moving, okay? And you were impatient and you threw some couches in the back of the bed of your truck, okay? And someone says this, like your wife, she says hey don't you need to tie those down and you're like no it's gonna be okay (laughs) okay listen look at look at look at this chair fell out of a truck okay Right thing to do is take it to the dump, but here's the thing, we're all not men and women of integrity, right? So what's the wrong thing to do? Well, the wrong thing to do is just drive it in this lot and dump it out of your truck because you don't want to pay the dumping fees, okay? That's what happened to this, okay? But let me ask you the question, okay? And you're like, Matt, you going somewhere with all this? I am. Guys, I'm going somewhere with this. Does this chair belong here? And you're like, no. That has to do with our verse today. And you're like, no way. And I'm like, way? Hey, listen to our verse today, okay? It's in Psalms 39:12. it says this. Hey, let me get relaxed here. My favorite ripped up shorts. I mean, I could really start doing the man cave in this because this thing still rocks. You know what I'm saying? You rock and this rocker rocks, okay? And this is leather, guys. I don't know if you can tell or not because I don't have a 4K camera. But this is leather, okay? It's just that bozo didn't tie it down. If I owned something like this, it would be tied down. That's all free step, free tip of the day. Okay, so guys, today I'm on my Apple iPhone. Thanks to the Lord, not because of me. I had a flip phone. You're like Matt. You had a flip phone. Hey, it was a cool flip phone. I felt like I was on the, uh, you know, on the deck of Star Trek. Oh yeah, Scotty, beat me up. It's just, hey, it's it's some humor. Okay, look at, we're in Psalm 39, verse 12. It reads like this. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Friends, when you pray, don't you want God to hear your prayer? You're like, yeah. So don't put any obstacles between you and God. And he's always going to hear your prayer. Okay? It says, hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. We've all been in a place in our lives where something is going on. Okay? And we're crying out to the Lord. We don't understand it. You've been there. I've been there. I've been there many times, okay? I'm crying out to the Lord. Listen to the psalmist. He says, hold not thy peace at my tears. Meaning, this person is crying out to the Lord. They're praying to the Lord. So much so, something's going on in their life, okay? And there's tears coming down their face. And one of the things that God always responds to, okay? Is a broken heart and a contrite spirit okay he says I collect your tears he sees every tear that you've ever shed okay and so when he's looking at a person who's praying who's crying out and who's crying okay guess what you've got God's attention Because it's not fake. Especially if you're in the man cave and you're crying, okay? When God knows that you're breaking down emotionally, He knows that something is going on in your life and He's going to address that issue if you will bring it to the throne room of God. That's free. I'm not even going there. That's a whole other devotion. Listen to this. The guy says this, For I am a stranger with thee. I am a sojourner. Do you know what that is? A sojourner? It's like a guy who's camping. You know what I'm saying? A boom docker. And you're like, what's that? Well, that's a guy who has an RV, an airstream, okay? And he doesn't want to go to KOA and pay the fees every night because it's 60 or 70 bucks, okay? So where does he go? He goes to Cabela's, he goes to Walmart's parking lot, he goes to this national park. He's parking all over the place in his RV and he's living off the grid. He's living off the land. I love these people. And I, I like to watch devotions on them. It's good stuff. If they just clean up the language a little bit you'd have me hooked i join your channel i join your channel okay but listen they they they're showing you all the ways to leave live so cheaply enjoy this life i mean here's the thing i love seeing these pictures these people they tell you this road they went down in the middle of this national park the parks closed the gates are closed they're locked up but there here they are in the middle of it okay swimming natural springs looking at all god's creation enjoying themselves i mean i love it what are they they're sojourners what are you and i if you're in christ You're a sojourner, and you're like, Matt, explain it. This isn't my home. Just like this doesn't belong here, this lazy boy chair, neither do I. God says he's going to come back and get me. You see what I'm saying? I'm just passing through. Guys, when we read throughout the Bible, we read about Abraham being a what? Being a sojourner. He doesn't have a place but it's all his God says everywhere that you your footsteps everywhere you can see I'm going to give it to you and your descendants you're going to be blessed beyond the number of the stars beyond the sand on the seashore what a promise is that you're like totally awesome yeah it's totally awesome but guys I think a lot of times a lot of our problems in life is we think this is our permanent residence it's always going to be here I mean it's all about this life and really this life is just a huge classroom, Since guys. This this life is a classroom, and you're like, what? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? You're not staying here. Well, how do you know that, man? Because we all die, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do we live? The Bible says if you're good, you live 70, a great life is 80, okay? And I know a lot of people who have gone out of this life way before then. Friends, I think a lot of us are thinking, I'm gonna live forever, I got to get all I can, can all I can get, do everything, you know what I'm saying, store it up like a gigantic, you know, chipmunk with those, you know, the cheeks are full of nuts. Have you ever seen a greedy chipmunk? Look at his jaws about to blow up. Why? Because he has so much nuts shoved in his jaw. I'm going to get a picture of it. I'm going to get a picture of a greedy chipmunk. Okay. But look, at it's greedy squirrels too, guys. I took a picture last night of a huge squirrel. Guys, this squirrel, you think I'm joking, don't you? you look, at, look. At, you think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I took a picture of a squirrel that was taller than me. Was he real, Matt? No, he wasn't real, but I just had to snap a picture. It was a gigantic squirrel, and he looked like a squirrel, okay? And he was automated, and he he kept on doing this with his head. You know, he was freaking me out. That squirrel was freaking me out. But I'll put a picture of the squirrel on this. You're like, Matt, you're losing it today. Yeah, but listen, I'm forgiven by Christ. I'm a sojourner. I'm only passing through. I mean, here's the thing. Isn't it funny that we go furniture shopping, guys? You want to agree? Let's talk about furniture. Matt, let's talk about furniture. Let's talk about man cave furniture. Hopefully, if you're married, Okay, and you've been treating your wife good, you have a man cave somewhere, okay? It's like this secret basement somewhere, secret room. It could even be your garage. Every man needs his space with his little fridge and his big 90-inch plasma scrape. That's free stuff. Look at, look at, look at, look at look at. So I love to go shopping, and when I'm shopping, I'm thinking, man, this would look good in the man cave. That is just awesome. But why is it? Why is it after about eight or nine years of eating popcorn, chicken wings, cokes, dumping them in the See, you're like, man, I, I don't want that chair. I need a new man cave chair. I don't even want to sit in it. That thing has so much gangrene and fungus and bacteria on it. Ah! you know, what? here's the thing, men can put up with a lot of that stuff. Okay, because here's the thing, that chair was not meant to last forever just like this chair fell off the back of a pickup because the guy was crazy and didn't tie his man cave chair down because he's what he's impatient he's in a hurry i gotta get it to the new house i gotta hurry Uh, come on give me a break guys we're just passing through think about all the decisions you make you know so many of our decisions we're thinking that this is forever We're thinking, man, if I only had this, this would make me happier. If I only had this, isn't it funny, my favorite shorts eventually, soon enough, even though I got, I'm hiding them from my wife, okay, I'm going to have to throw them out. Why? Matt, don't throw your favorite shorts out. Matt, you're really going to throw out your favorite shorts? 90% of the videos you've done in the man cave are in those shorts with the holes? I've grown accustomed to them, at least auction them off. That's a good idea. I might do that. But look at, look at, look at, clothes wear out, chairs wear out. Houses break down. Tornadoes come. Earthquakes, you know what I'm saying? Is there anything on this earth that lasts forever? Think about it. And Even God says this earth is going to be destroyed one day, okay? What are we? We're sojourners. We're just passing through this life. What do you think our main focus needs to be? Uh, On a chair? On clothes? On money? On sex? What's it need to be on? It needs to be on something that's gonna make it through. What is that? Well, as much as I really dig this chair in the middle of this field, you know, I I hope when I play this back, I look pretty cool, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I think it'd be cooler if I had a Coke and some chicken wings, okay? This chair didn't make it off the guy's truck. So I promise this will be in a landfill, okay? Because there's a restaurant right over there, okay? It's actually a pub where they make their own beer. Okay, and so the owner, the manager's gonna see this chair, it's gonna be hauled off. Clothes aren't gonna make it. I mean, really, what is gonna make it through this life? Christ. Do you understand? What you do, what you send ahead, but very little makes it through. And here's, I think, most of our attention is on things that aren't going to make it through the fire, make it through this life. It's what you send ahead, okay, that's gonna make it through. If you will keep that attitude that, here's the thing, we're just sojourners, we're passing through, we're just camping, okay? And I love to go camping, but that's all we're really doing. We're camping for 70 to 80 years. Some of us are in apartments. Some of us are in houses. Some of us have great jobs. Some of us have lousy jobs. Some of us have hooptie cars. Some of us are in the latest Lexus, okay? I, I mean, it doesn't matter. What matters is your relationship with Almighty God and realizing, okay, what is really taking place here. you got to realize this, that you're eternal you're going to make it through. And you're like, well, I'm eternal, I'm good to go. You are good to go if you're in Christ. See, when you take your last breath here and you finally stop sojourning here, you're going to go to one of two places. Okay, and that's going to be, from now on, your permanent residence. Which place do you want to go? And you're like, well, Matt, I want to go to the good place. That is so smart. I mean, look at, look at, look at, just me and you talking, you want to go to the good place, meaning heaven. Why is heaven such a good place? Is it because it's ease, comfort, and pleasure? The streets are made of gold and there's lots of food. I mean, it's always sunny and you never get tired. You have a glorified body. Is that the reason? Well, yeah, no, that's not the reason. The reason it's the good place is that's where God is. That's why it's the good place. I don't want to go the bad place because God's not there. See, I want to be where God is. He's eternal. He's placed his spirit in me, which is eternal. I'm going to live one of two places for eternity, but it's not going to be here. Let me just ask you a question. Are you living as if this is it? I mean, honestly, look at your life. Are you living like this life is all that there is? Or are you seeing it for what it truly is? I could totally take a nap in this chair. Even though it's a piece of junk, it is so comfortable. It really is. So you're like, Matt, finish the devotion. Okay, guys, 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 Uh, let me finish the devotion, okay? Okay, I kind of lost it there for a minute, okay? Guys, do you have a heavenly perspective or earthly perspective? What is it? What is your drive in life? What are your goals? What are your ambitions? Are they Christ-centered? Is it lining up with God's will? Or is it lining up with, I gotta, I, I gotta accumulate stuff. I mean, and there's so many people that are like, it's about me, myself, and I, you know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, why do I know that? Because that was me for the longest time. It was about getting the newest car. It was about getting the newest furniture. It was about getting the biggest TV. It was about my kingdom, okay? That's why, you know, I called it Man Cave Ministries, okay? Because now, it's not about me. It's about Him, okay? It's about, oh, I understand the light bulb went on with the Lord. I realized, oh my goodness, everything I've been doing this whole time has been (laughs) Wrong! You're like really mad. Like yeah, really. Why? Because I was I I was acting like I was going to live forever, and all the stuff I'm accumulating, I'll always have, and I'll just keep on getting bigger sheds and bigger houses and bigger pools and better cars and more money and stocks and gold and silver. And here's the thing, I you're thinking along the way, I've eaten some great food, but finally the light came on because of King Jesus. Okay, and I understand. None of that stuff is bad but i'm not taking it with me i'm camping i'm so dirty. just like this chair doesn't belong here one day i'm going to be out of here and so are you if you're in christ and you want yes 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 you want to open your eyes up in the good place but if your focus and all of your life is about material possessions and you and the world system god says this you live in the world But you're not to be a part of it. Those who love the world and that system, the love of the Father is not in them. And it's just such a stark warning because so many people I know, this is their God. Materialism. Get all I can. Eat all I can. Get drunk. Do drugs. You know, it's a, you know how much money people spend on entertainment now? It, I don't even want to go there because I don't have enough memory cards to fill those puppies. Well, like, Matt, we started with the guy in the verse. He's crying out to God. He's praying. He's blowing tears. Where's that come in? That's a great question. Thank you. Because I almost forgot that whole series that I went over. When our perspective is wrong, we're gonna get really upset because here's the thing as we're accumulating these things in life they're not satisfying and as we get more and more as we get older and older we start to realize the trick that satan has put us in the snare we start to see the sword go through and through us okay and realize oh my goodness i've been climbing the wrong ladder okay what i've been doing doesn't bring lasting satisfaction at all here's the thing as i'm doing it and listening to satan and going about my agenda okay i have such a void in my life and again i'm listening to the enemy thinking you need more. You just don't have enough. You're not satisfied because you don't have enough money. You don't have what the Joneses have. Your car isn't big enough. You it just goes on and on and on and on. They're empty, and, and they're void. And they're praying out to God, and they're crying, and they're just saying, Lord, it doesn't make any sense. Why am I not happy? Why am I not satisfied? Why isn't this enough? This was never meant to be your God. This is idolatry when your focus is towards it, and only it, okay? God's saying, this is a wonderful life that I've given you. You are to enjoy it, but it was never to bring you lasting satisfaction, okay? Such is the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden was never supposed to take over God. And, and when you look at Adam and Eve and you look at Eve grabbing that fruit and eating it she wanted more than what God was willing to give her okay I want something other than you but she had never cultivated all of that relationship with Almighty God because once you draw nigh to God and you cultivate that relationship and you f- start to find out who he is as a person and you'll only find out that when you sell out to him fully and you understand the key you understand the mystery and you're like what what the only thing that's satisfied is God. That's the only thing that has lasting satisfaction. He alone is everything you need. Everything else is just chairs. Do you understand? It's just frosting on the cake. It's things to enjoy. It was never meant to uh, be you comparing yourself to the neighbors or that because there's never an end. It's like the sin of lasciviousness. You could have the nicest furniture. Okay, look at, look at. Man cave, let me give you an illustration. You can drop ten G's, okay, ten thousand. You can pull out the Benjamins, peel them out at the furniture store and have the nicest leather couch, get the newest ninety-inch plasma screen, 4K, all the goodies, okay. Look at look at look at. But if you go to your neighbor's house and he has better couches and a bigger TV and a better fridge and a newer dartboard, okay, you know what I'm saying? Guess what? You're empty because you will always feel that you have less. But friends, God says you can have all of me. And no one can have more of God than you. It's up to you. How much of God do I want in my life? What am I willing to do to build that relationship? Okay, let me share this with you and we'll close, you know, because I'm really digging this lounge chair and I think I'm going to take a nap in it. Uh, You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. I love taking a good long nap. Watch this. Abraham never saw the fullness of the promise while he was on earth. You understand that? If you read Genesis, okay, it's going to explain that. He never saw all of what God had promised him, okay? And that's really with you and I. Everything we want in life. Have you ever noticed that very, very few people accomplish what they want to do in this life? And a lot of people at the end of their life, they feel empty and bitter because they're like, "Man, I didn't do all the things I wanted to do when I was 18. When I was in high school, all the dreams, all the desire, all my goals. I never got. I, I didn't even do a quarter of those things." And um, yeah, that's right. But if that was your God, it will destroy you. But if you realize that every single day that you served God and you followed his leading, you followed his spirit, you were living in the light and you were doing the things that you knew to do and you were just going along with it as a sojourner, you're not going to be distraught because you realize that this life is not anything like everything. Okay? It's heaven. Hey, this is Matt in the Lazy Boy from the Man Cave.